0: Mary Griffith Show underway, brought to you by Refreshment Services Pepsi, Harvest Ridge Coffee, my usual drink of choice, but this morning, Zero Sugar Mango Pepsi, yum, de yum, yum, yum. Hmm, So any Pepsi product you choose is fine with me, but Harvest Ridge Coffee, available at all your local convenience stores. You can also brew it up at your own office, just like we do every day here at Star Radio. Now, hold
1: on a second, before you leave the,
0: the ad here, have you seen the Peepsy? Not only have we seen it, yes. we have had it. Come on, is Bill it? Billy really Beer brought us I love marshmallows. So sure. yes, the answer is sweet, 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 sweet marshmallow. Would yeah. you like to try it? Uh sure. I have one in my office. Listen to her. Oh my gosh. If <laughs> I Steve, just saw it, like if I'm, Steve Bowl is listening, which I know he is, run into my office and get the peep so that she can try it right here live <laughs> on the show before we take a commercial break. Steve will be in here jiffity quick, I'm sure. Anyway, Laura Sievers is here. (laughs) I'm always glad to see her, but she broke news a couple of weeks ago that the Arts Council was visiting Quincy. Uh, the The statewide organization was going to be in Quincy yesterday. It was the first visit in almost two decades, and they came yesterday, and I want to hear what their thoughts were about us and what your thoughts are about them. Well, first of all, um,
1: yeah, we, we were really, really honored to have them as part of the statewide listening tour. Um, we've been talking about it for years, and, you know, especially the last couple of years, it's just been tough to do this sort of thing. We had the executive director, um, Josh Davis, um, as well as the deputy director in Torrell, who I work with all the time. Uh, A couple program managers who I've emailed with for seven years and finally got to see their faces. That was fun. And we also had president of the board, um, Nora Daly. So she, of course, took over for Shirley Madigan, who retired from the board. Um, And uh, M.K. Pritzker was scheduled to attend. uh, She had a funeral um, that uh, caused her to cancel. Um, But they did send um, Alex Scott from Quincy from JV Pritzker's office to be there. And look at its peeps. <laughs> we'll, we'll talk about it. it we we'll talk about
0: that in a minute. Uh, so, um, boy, I'm just distracted. Okay, Jake. So, so m- Mrs. Pritzker, the first lady, could not come. She had a personal commitment, but she sent an envoy. Right. So, so, so we still had, and um, as did um, actually
1: uh, uh, Gen- Senator Tracy right. and um, uh, Randy Freeze, who are in session right now. Um, so they sent uh, their their our uh, under- envoys. Uh, right.
0: under- I think what she's trying to say for those who aren't familiar with the political world it is critically important when big wigs show up in a town that everyone make an appearance and if you can't make an appearance because of course if you're in session you're over in springfield you can't be back in your town or if you're the first lady and something happened that you can't make it you do send a representative to come to show them that you think this is very important so everybody was represented and the critical mass is that we got them here we did get them here and we gave them a huge tour of Quincy started off
1: here across the street at the history museum on the square where about all of Quincy turned out we had uh, presidents of John Wood and QU we had the mayor and the former mayor we had uh, Holly
0: Kane and Bruce uh, Guthrie Guthrie (laughs) You know, Bruce walked, you know, You know, would just, not believe the signal Bruce. she gave for Guthrie uh, it was like eh, eh, two jerks at <laughs> the head. You know, yeah, Bruce Guthrie. We know. That, no,
1: that was down the hall. He works down be, the hall. He works
0: down the hall. So <laughs> she was going like, you know, the guy down the, down hall. the hall.
1: My board president, um, uh, uh, Susie Stammerjohn. I mean, really, um, community foundation representatives. I mean, really, everyone turned out. Um, we got to show them the beautiful History Museum. Then we went on a tour of the square to the Dr. Eels Underground Railroad House, the Lincoln and Douglas Debate Site. Um, Jim Lawrence, uh, my friend, met, met us there at the Washington Theater and talked about the capital needs there. Amy Peters talked about the capital needs for um, the, uh, for the New Children's Museum. We basically asked them for $20 million
0: for two, for two locations, um, but they were but happy a to go into detail about that. Don't just gloss that over. Let's, mm-hmm. let's break that down. You need $20 million, I need 20 million. and you were not afraid to ask. Actually, for... I need $21.2 million is my guess. <laughs> okay. She asked for $21.2 million, mm-hmm. and, what, and obviously the Children's Museum and Washington Theater. So talk a little bit about... What you told them and, and why this is needed. So we had
1: chances for all of the partner organizations to talk about their their needs. Um, we had a full session with um, each of the major partner organizations um, talking about what what makes them tick. So the theater, for instance, talked about livable wages and um, how to you know cover their entire staff with health insurance and retirement benefits, things that you would expect in any you know in any um, organization. Um, the uh, uh, children's museum talked about what it's going to take to bring the paper box company to life. Um, The Washington Theater talked about um, what it would take to turn that into a venue that is really usable in Quincy um, through and through um, and uh, to preserve the look of of that cool place. Um, So each place sort of brought their needs to the council and they found out more about grant programs, um, how we can help them uh, advocate for more capital funding because those big capital bills don't come around all the time. and really, just understand what the Arts Council is capable of. I, I work with them all the time in the Illinois Arts Council. I'm in the executive committee for for the uh, uh, Arts Network, and I learned things about I, di- I didn't know. You know, I didn't know that we were eligible for more money for things like summer interns um, and uh, artists in residence. And so we're going to start exploring those opportunities. And that's one of those those um, great things about having them here is we had the chance to sort of. Um, pick their brains and and find out what's new and and find out about the changes. One of the most important things that Nora Daly, the new president of the board, tried to do, though, is understand the hurdles in downstate to accessing all of the resources that Chicago's got. Um, She wants to cut through some red tape. I really really enjoyed talking to her. She's like, hey, is this application too long? And I said, yeah, too long. (laughs) And she goes, okay, we're gonna. You tell me how to fix it. And I said, okay, well, all right. So, she's actually already put me on committees um, to to fix some of the things and make them a little more friendly to downstate, because downstate you will notice um, a lot of times we're wearing a lot of hats. You know, I do the radio interviews and I write the grants and I do. You know, we do all of the different things. Um, and I think the thing that they have learned by going to, they went here, they went to Rushville, they went to Peoria. They're going to East St. Louis, but I think they're realizing that a lot of our organizations run on two, three, you know, even the theaters only eight employees, um, and uh, and that's amazing. So a really poignant moment um, happened with uh, the, the the symphony orchestra. So she gave her ten minute spiel about all the cool stuff, the symphony and the symphony chorus, and the in the youth chorus and the youth and the kinder chorus and the and the youth orchestra and all of those things, and I said. Jane, before you, Jane Paulette, before you leave the stage, can you tell these fine folks how many people work in your office? And she goes, Well, it's just me and Sandy. And you could just see the, the faces of the Arts Council people like, You just told us you could get all of that, <laughs> all of these programs, all for nearly nothing, um, on two people, uh, two staff members. And they just were floored by that. So, um,. Uh, you know, I think they're impressed with Quincy. They couldn't believe, particularly on the music side, they said any big town would love to have as many opportunities to play as we've got. Um, they were impressed with the food. We took them to Tia Rasu uh, for lunch and to the patio for dinner, so we did pretty good there on showing off the food. Um, we also went to, boy, it was a whirlwind. What all did we do? <laughs> went to the theater, and we ended with the town hall at um, at the Quincy Museum um, where they not only talked about capital needs, but just general operational needs and, and grant programs. Um, we also talked about some challenges in Quincy, like um, transportation. Um, transportation remains a challenge. I said, you could drop a, a brand-new arts bus in my lap, but it's really hard to find bus drivers. And they said, well, you know, those are those partnerships we have to work on. So I'm um, really inspired by the trip, and um, I know that they're, they, they were really impressed with the gym city. Yeah.
0: Well, I'm impressed that you brought them here. I'm very impressed to hear that Nora Daly, the president of the Illinois Arts Council, uh, came and took the time to understand that just because we're a town of 40,000, not a metro area of 4 million plus, that we have needs and desires down here. And also to impress them that we're doing pretty darn well with what little crumbs they throw us. But wouldn't it be nice if they gave us $21.2 million? (laughs) We could have a world-class Washington theater and a world-class children's museum here, which, of course, would draw tourists. and would then, you know, just the money would keep circulating in our community for years to come. People mm -hmm. don't think of the arts as an economic driver, and I know you've tried to Mm -hmm. change that. So give me the real quick elevator speech because Pilar's waiting. I know it. Uh, uh, and, you were late, and we also have to have you try to keep. $15.6
1: million of economic activity in Quincy uh, per year, and that number is a couple years old now, so it's just increasing. Um, but, uh, you know, I, I really think that they understood. One of the things that we really emphasized through the entire trip was we are 100 miles from anything else. Um, so we really do serve a large rural region. We're actually going to serve, um, maybe I'll break more news. You want one more small n- news nugget? Um, the state's about to announce a very big grant program of uh, leftover ARPA funds, um, and Arts Quincy is my my staff is going to be the hub for all of West Central Illinois. So I have 20 counties um, to distribute another. I'm going to say it'll end up being in the 10 to 12 million dollars in an aid range um, across the rural region. So that would be my guesstimate. Um, we're getting all the details soon, but probably yet this month we'll find out. And Arts Quincy is your hub for that so you know it's part of what we do okay pop open the top okay. on that peeps well i'm popping the top i do have to say pops concert pops concert for the symphony don't forget it you can talk about oh it yeah pops concert. oh yeah march 4th we've been march promoting 4th. that heavily okay. that's yeah, saturday night all right let's see what okay hmm you can smell it you can smell the sugar i know it's so good mm, mm-hmm <laughs> that'll wake you up <laughs> If my dentist, Dr. Moon, is listening right now.
0: Read the back of the can, because it really is <laughs> going to be got 26 counts. grams of sugar or something oh, oh like that. Oh, my God. Yeah, it is 26. God, it's so good, it's folks. So good. Pepsi Peeps. Now, don't do what Will did. This is so funny. Okay. Will heard us talking about it. He yeah. said, well, I'll bring him some. So he went to the candy aisle, Yeah, and he's looking for Pepsi-flavored Peeps. Oh, no. And the, the Pepsi. box boy said, no, 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 sir. It's Peeps-flavored Peeps. Pepsi. So he got him over to the bright yellow can in the Pepsi aisle.
1: Okay. You know what I really want to do is float some ice cream in this and make it even worse. I know.
0: Right? Wouldn't that be good? Mm A Peeps, a Pepsi Mm -hmm. Peeps, a float. Yes. Yes. Okay. Well, that's your gift. Thank you for uh, Freshman Services Pepsi for the fun. Thank you for Freshman Services Pepsi. Well, really, to Will Spear. Oh, and uh, well, to He will. had to buy it wholesale. Retail That money. buddy. <laughs> will is a buddy. So you can, you can uh, when you send him how much money he gave you yeah. this year, yeah. uh, add, add one it. can of Pepsi. <laughs> I will. I'll itemize okay. that on his. Folks, Pilar Brumbaugh has been waiting so patiently in our green room. But she can't help it. Laura's just full of news today. We're going to get to her next. Stay tuned. We're going to talk about doggies and puppies and all kinds of good things coming up. We're so excited. This uh, year, WTAD is adding to the list of agencies we partner with for regular appearances on The Mary Griffith Show, and the Quincy Humane Society has agreed to come on on a regular basis and to talk about what's going on at the Humane Society. So, Pilar Brumbaugh, the first question for you, I have a friend, uh, they had a death in the family, there was a kitty cat, they tried to take it to the Humane Society, Mm -hmm. all full, couldn't take kitty cat, get right up to that microphone real close. So, um, what's the status right now at the Humane Society? You're
2: full up. We are, um, so we, you know, when you're looking at capacity for care, um, we want to make sure that... The animals that we do have, we provide the very best medical, love, support, anything that they need. In an ideal world, we take them all, we help them all, we save them all. Um, But uh, that's not always the case. Now, what we try and do is we work with other organizations in the community um, to try and find a safe place for these animals to go that are in need of homes. Um, You know, it's it's a full circle. First circle, uh, full circle thing there where if an animal is adopted out, that's a space then for another animal that we can help that's in need. Um, so we have so many animals that are looking for homes and adoptions are at a slower rate at this time for many different reasons. Um, so as things start to hopefully shift and change, um, we hope that adoption rates will start going up. And again, the more adoptions we have, the more animals in homes, the more animals that we can then help. Now, you are a no kill shelter. That
0: means yes. it doesn't matter if the dog or cat is there seven days, seven weeks, seven months, I guess. Yes. Uh, you know, you care yes. for them. Yes. Uh, some people say, you know, maybe that's not the way it should be, but that's your mission. Mm -hmm. If folks do have, then, uh, a cat or a dog they need to surrender, is there another place they can take them? Understanding that if nobody adopts them, they could be
2: put down within a... So I would say I won't speak for other organizations um within our local animal welfare community um I can say with great confidence that we are trying very hard to become a no kill community. Um it's a lot of networking, it's a lot of a lot of time, it's a lot of stress, it's a lot of work, but it's for the animals at the end of the day. Um they can always call Quincy Humane Society um at 217-223-8786, um, and they can be put on our wait list. We do have a list of longstanding people that need to surrender animals for whatever reason, um, and our intake coordinator always looks at those to see, you know, if we have an adult cat that was adopted. Okay, well, that means that we can help another adult cat in need, and we go down the list, and if that animal is still looking. Um, there are some other resources in town um, that that do help. Um, Homeward Bound Wagon, Quincy Canine Connection has transport uh, services. I don't know their policies and their procedures, um, but we do like to work with them. And again, it's, it's not about the people, it's about the animals. And so um, we do our best to work together for them. One thing that has come up in the
0: news recently, not in Adams County or Quincy, but in Hannibal, uh, people have big hearts, and they want to feed mm-hmm. stray animals. And, of course, if you put out a bowl of cat food or dog food, guess what? Instead of one kitty cat, you've got 20, okay. and pretty soon are 20 dogs. Mm-hmm. And what happens is it becomes a nuisance in the community, in the neighborhood, and then they sometimes bring them into their homes where it's really not humane anymore. Right. I know their thoughts are good but you cannot possibly house 70 cats in a two-bedroom ranch home and think that that's a rescue. Right. And so the city of Hannibal is going to start cracking down. Uh, You know, obviously it will be people have to call and make a complaint. They're not Mm -hmm. going to go door to door asking people how many (laughs) pets they have. Sure. But this is part of, quote, the problem. Everybody wants to be humane. Sometimes our acts of humanity... Mm -hmm over time turn into inhumane situations sure. and there's not much the Quincy Humane Society can do about that. But what advice would you have for people?
2: You know, I think it's, um, I totally understand and relate to the save them all concept and that feeling, um, cause you do, you want to help the animals. Um, you see a stray cat outside, um, and it's freezing cold or it's really hot and you want to help, um, Depending on the age of that animal, they may have spent their whole life outside and being confined in a home versus having the ability to roam. Um, that's, that's huge and can actually be more stressful on the animal causing more health issues. Um, it really goes, again, full circle, spaying and neutering. Um, you know, we've got a community cat program. Um, we work with the Quincy Area Community Cat Coalition, uh, to spay and neuter. Feral or outside animals. And so, and that's at no cost to residents. That's, that's the amazing thing is that community members are, are, um, donating to make this possible for the community as a whole. Um, people will call and to want to surrender these animals or I have a neighborhood cat I need to surrender. Well, the animals that are in the Quincy Humane Society's care are indoor household companions. Um, if we started bringing in stray cats or feral cats, well, one, um, they're not going to do well. They're not going to be healthy. They're going to be stressed out. I've got my staff that's handling them, volunteers. You know, there's a lot of different things to think about. And so by putting that food and water out, sure, that's helping. But what happens when you move? What happens um, if you forget one day? These animals that have been outside for majority of their life they adapt. They find the food. They go where there's food, where there's water. And it is, it's a hard reality. And it's something that we have to see and hear about, get to hear and see about every day. Um, but it is, it's is—it's—it's something that, you know, if you take an animal in and you start feeding and caring for it, that's your pet. That's your responsibility. Um, and if for some reason you're unable to do that, you can't just let it go back outside. You really have to think about the animal's needs. I'm getting from you that, you know, instead of feeding kitty cat,
0: I should capture kitty cat, mm-hmm. take it to the Humane Society, spend my money, or get it free if, it's, mm-hmm. if the program's available. Say, look, you know, I'm going to buy a bag of dog food, a bag of cat food anyway. So quit doing that. Capture these animals. Have them spayed and sure. neutered. Um, once they're spayed and neutered, you're controlling their future offspring. You're limiting the number of cats and dogs that will be born. You're
2: solving the problem. Yep. And you might not have to feed 10 cats it might still stick to the two cats um it it makes a huge impact it makes a huge impact so really one of the
0: things you can do that is the most humane is if you have feral animals that are seeking food from you Mm -hmm. because you either started it foolishly or you left your dog's dish out and now the whole community thinks they can eat there you have a responsibility now. You've created what's called an attractive nuisance.
2: Yes.
0: (laughs) Those who are lawyers know what I mean. And so you might want to take it upon yourself, having created this attractive nuisance, to take and get this animal spayed. And there are free spay and neuters. Mm -hmm. Uh, And then again, you know, the animal is still out. It's in the wild. We like to think of kitty cats and puppy dogs. It's so fluffy and they're our friends. But they're about just a couple of thousand years uh, from you know eating us yes. so uh, you know <laughs> you cannot immediately take a feral animal and turn it into a house pet Right, that is not going to be a good outcome for the animal or for you
2: exactly so
0: spay and neuter Contact the Humane Society. They will work with you. They'll do what they can. We've got lots to talk about, but we've got to take a break. Pilar Brumbaugh, the Executive Director of the Quincy Humane Society, is my guest today. Pilar Brumbaugh, my guest today. We're talking about the Quincy Humane Society. At the moment, their shelter is full. And so, if you need a dog or cat, please don't go out and spend spend $10,000 for a (laughs) pedigreed French bulldog. Please go to the shelter and pick up a perfectly good All-American mutt, Yes. although sometimes they have purebred dogs there as well. Uh, How do they get all their money? Well, they have a few little fundraisers, and one coming up is the Fabulous Furball. Now, we just had hairball here at this radio station that said hairball, so now I think I'll have more fun at furball than hairball. I'm not quite on the hairball scene. The Fabulous Furball is April
2: 15th. It's a casino-themed event. Uh, Tell us all about it. Oh, we are so excited. We've been hosting this event now for several years, Um, a casino-inspired theme. We've got dinner. Uh, Plat Daddy Barbecue is going to be doing the food this year. We have a live auction of some really great different items, which we will be highlighting on our social media. So if you don't already, be sure to follow us at Quincy Humane Society on Facebook or Instagram tiktok and probably twitter too um but what we what we have is after the live auction and after dinner then the fun really starts right so this is a casino play casino theme event so we've got um different gambling tables and every every guest gets some play money when they purchase a ticket um so that's included in their ticket price and so it's fun to go to the different tables and people really get into it it's a it's a fun night and um it all benefits the animals, so it doesn't get much better than that. Um, it's something fun. Everybody gets all dressed up, and this year we're hosting it at the Armory Event Center uh, right across from the patio there, and um, it's just—it's going to be a great time.
0: The Armory is the newest event center for 15 Jersey. They have refurbished that, and again, right across, like you say, from the patio. Uh, dinner, live auction, casino play. Tickets are $100 per person, but if you get a group of 10 together... You can get your tickets for $900, so you save a little money. Mm-hmm. And uh, the funds come right back to help the animals in the care of the Quincy Humane Society. And and uh, this is so critically important because how do you get your money?
2: Well, as a nonprofit organization... All money that we receive comes from our community or grant opportunities. Um, so we do not receive any state, local, federal money. Um, everything is from our community. So we've been around since 1880. That's a, quite a long time, and we're very blessed to still be here today. But it would not be possible without the support. So fundraising events such as the Fabulous Fur Ball, Mutt strut, which will be coming up before we know it, um, and the different events that we do all come back, and they stay here locally in our community to help the animals in need. Um, Again, helping those that are in our care and helping make sure that we can continue helping those who have yet to join our facility for many years to come. Okay. Uh, It's
0: critically important. Obviously, we need uh, monetary donations. Fabulous Furball will be a great event. And if you like to gamble, I mean, why not go all in? You know, on Texas Hold'em, it's not real money. So, you know, if you win a million dollars, you can say, I won a million dollars. If go. you lose it, you don't have to report it to the IRS or anything, you know. Uh, so that will be a really fun night. Mark your calendars now for Saturday, April 15th. Uh, go to their social media pages and learn uh, more about that at the website for the Quincy Humane Society. I want to tell you the funniest thing. Little kids are so, they just love animals. Oh, yeah. Every little kid wants to be a veterinarian you know every little kid loves animals horses uh i was recently at the art show at my church and uh, they had different ways that they served god and others and one girl had a picture of a building and it had a kitty cat and a doggy in it and uh she wrote a little thing um i serve god by helping at the quincy humidity society (laughs) So, Pilar, I think it's great you have these kids coming in to volunteer, but you better tell them it's the Humane
2: Society, (laughs) not the Humidity Society. Isn't that cute? Yes, and we're so excited. We've started having tours and groups coming in to visit the animals, read to the animals, um... It's so exciting to see the future of our community coming in and making an impact for our animals. Let's
0: talk about that. You know, there are parents who have decided that a pet is not for their home. Sure. Uh And that's a good decision to make. If you're on the fence, choose no, because that's a living being. Mm-hmm. And, you know, once you bring that into the house two months later, uh, it's a commitment. It's, it's a commitment. It's for the
2: life of the animal. So let's say
0: that your little ones love puppies and Mm -hmm. kitty cats who doesn't Mm -hmm. maybe they even like bunnies you know so are there opportunities for parents supervised by parents for them to bring their children and maybe do some petting maybe do you know read a story to maybe take them for a walk within the enclosed area or out on the sidewalk so whatever. we always
2: have our viewing hours where they can come and interact with the animals um, that we do have outside of the kennels. We do have a volunteer program as well, and um, that program is open to all different ages. I think the youngest we do is probably around 10, but sometimes there's exceptions, and that's just for the safety and well-being of the, the child and our animals as well. Um, So, yeah, coming in and walking dogs, um, cleaning, help cleaning the facility, cleaning the places that these animals are living, it's huge. Coming in loving on the cats and kittens, socializing them, it's huge. Um, We are making some changes to our volunteer program where we're looking for volunteers to be more out and about in the community with our available pets, so stay tuned for that. Um, But absolutely, if, if adopting isn't the time, it's not the time for you, we get that we respect that we love that um, but there's so many other things that you can do to still help an animal in need and really at the heart of the Quincy Humane Society our volunteers make such a huge impact on the lives of our animals and um, we couldn't do it without them so come and volunteer it's <laughs> just something as simple as doing the laundry oh
0: yes I mean I can only imagine how much <laughs> laundry there is to do and yeah. you know I don't know about... Well, I'm kind of a weirdo. I like doing laundry. Hey,
2: come on out. You know? <laughs> and,
0: and there's something kind of methodical about it. Yes. Uh, something and, soothing. Um, <laughs> yeah, kind of soothing about folding and fluffing and, you know, transferring <laughs> to the dryer. So... Uh, There are all kinds of jobs you can do. And when you're waiting for the wash cycle to end, uh, you can be petting a kitty cat or or taking a puppy for a walk real quick until the the rinse cycle is over. There's all kinds of ways to volunteer, all kinds of ways to get involved. So if you can't make a monetary donation, which, Mm -hmm. of course, they need. But also, um, you know, there are many ways to get people involved uh, with the Humane Society Mm -hmm. and to teach children to be kind to animals. Yes. Um, a lot of times, kids don't understand. There's a difference between deliberate cruelty and just accidental. Like the way you pick up and hold, they don't understand. Sure. It's so tiny, it's so soft, mm-hmm. it's so gentle. You have to be gentle, um, you know. But again, they need to understand that, you know, this is a living, breathing, right. you know. You
2: know, I think it's also too um, having a daughter that's. That's two. Um, you're teaching them compassion, but you're also showing them at a very early age. No matter what, I mean, we have infants that are coming in. We've got all ages that come in. Um, the true meaning of sharing of your time, talent, and treasure. Um, you're never too early. Uh, it's never too early to start instilling that in the future of our community. And so, by getting them to um, involved and teaching them and showing them the different things they can do, again, time, talent, treasure. It's, it's huge. And there again, you know, maybe something that your family could commit to is yeah. if you have
0: feral animals in your neighborhood to, you know, trap and capture them and mm-hmm. have them spayed, yes. uh, you know, and then return them to the wild. I mean, it's not the ideal situation, but right. it's, they will not be reproducing. And so once you get, uh, you know, once you get uh, the reproducing mothers and fathers taken care of. Sure. And then the next generation comes up, and you get them taken care of pretty soon. your wild and feral population is automatically reduced um, absolutely
2: we're they're paving the way it's a community effort and um one one cat at a time
0: <laughs> and cats are the worst when it comes to reproducing it i mean they're just yes they're very, very prolific. We yes. talk about bunnies, but uh, really, there there are lots and lots of kitty cats. Mm. Quincy Humane Society, not the Humidity Society, although I'm <laughs> sure they need volunteers too, but the Quincy Humane Society is having their fabulous ball event Saturday, April 15th. What is your website,
2: please? www.quincyhumanesociety.org or visit us on Facebook or Instagram, Quincy Humane Society. Okay, and mark
0: your calendars now for April 15th, and again, There are volunteer opportunities.
2: Oh, uh, real quick, extra old blankets, old sheets. What kind of stuff do you need? Sure. Um, We can actually, we can always use toys um, that are made for animals. Um, Right now we're really looking for the um, plastic or the chewing toys, you know. Um, We love stuffed toys as well. Um, It does snow fairly quickly in the kennel area. Comforters, blankets, um, spring cleaning is just around the corner. We can't always take sheets and we can't take pillows, um, but we can also show you or direct you to other organizations that could be in use of some some gently used items as okay. well. Okay, so no sheets, no pillowcases, no Correct. pillows, but blankets and comforters. Blankets, comforters, towels. Um, what about like washcloths? Yep, yep, washcloths, okay. uh, all of that, that works. Um, yeah. So if you spill bleach on it or it's not the color anymore... Or it's got a stain on it.
0: Dogs the humane don't care. society doesn't <laughs> care. Dogs don't care. They need to bet in that. Yep. Thank you so much, Pilar. I'm so Thank glad you. you've agreed to come on and talk. Oh, I love it. And Thank uh, We you. will be uh, promoting the health and well-being of our animals here in the tri-state area.